Hey everyone, welcome back to the 20-something girl podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Robinson, and I'm so happy you're here. Okay, first things first, you guys. Happy June. Can you believe it's June? Like, I cannot believe we are six months into the year, six months into our New Year's goals and words of the year and whatever. I time is flying by so fast and i and i know i'm one of those people that at the start of every month i'm like oh my gosh i can't believe it's whatever month i just the way time flies just blows my mind as you get older it feels like and i know that everybody in my life that is older says the exact same thing but i'm starting to believe them But I am over here welcoming June with open arms. I have a very full June. I know we're already, you know, we're already in it, but I am welcoming it, like I said, with full arms. Full arms. I mean open arms. (laughs) But regardless of what month it is, (laughs) I thought today would be a really fun day to talk about Engagement Rings 101. This is something I actually haven't talked about on the 20-something girl podcast, yet it's something I talk about every day almost. For those of you who don't know, I actually work at a jewelry store, so I deal with the engagement ring conversation almost daily, (laughs) if not more, and it's really fun. It's really fun to talk about, and I know that some of you listening may be you know, kind of in that time period in your life where you're starting to shop and think about the next step and what that looks like for you and your partner. And I always find it really interesting to talk about. And I think um, it is interesting to hear about the process for engagement rings because it makes it a little bit more approachable, more comfortable, because I know it can be a very intimidating process. It can be almost an intimidating conversation as well, but we're kind of here today to, you know, break down that wall, make it very comfortable, approachable, and at the end of the day, very exciting because engagement ring shopping is, you know, a big investment emotionally, financially, and it's an exciting journey that you get to go on with um, you and your partner. But like I said, I haven't actually had this conversation on this podcast before. I did go on the Hello Samantha podcast and we talked about all things engagement rings and it was so fun. So if you happen to listen to that podcast, um, that's somewhere I have talked about this before, but I thought I would, like I said, bring the conversation to our own podcast space here and talk about it because I can literally talk about the subject all day, any day, you name it, I can talk about it. So, so yeah. But before we get into the bulk of today's episode, I did want to talk about the fact that I'm hosting a 20-something girl happy hour this weekend, and I'm so, so excited about it. Saturday, June 10th at 6.30, I'm hosting happy hour, and it's at one of my favorite cocktail bars, Downtown Red Deer, and it's just a space to bring like-minded individuals, connect people that may 
not know each other, you know, the works. I have been talking about um, hosting more events and kind of small intimate gatherings like this all year probably on the podcast since my word of the year was connection and we are taking steps towards that. So I'm super, super excited about it. There is an RSVP and what that is, $25, it covers one drink and a few snacks for the night and yeah, it's going to be super, super fun. I'm so excited about it. I'm actually working with the cocktail bar to create a custom 20-something girl cocktail that will be available just for our group for the night and yeah, I'm just super, super excited about it. Like I said, I feel like our space here on this podcast is has the capability to bring us together, meet in real life, make those connections. We are a part of a fairly small community and why not connect and see how we can help each other work together? You guys know the drill. But I thought I would mention it on here because by the time this episode goes up, there will be still quite a few days to RSVP. You know, if you're thinking about it, please shoot me a message. Let's chat. I will give you all the details. We have girls that are coming solo to this event. We have girls, you know, coming with a friend. The the works, like it's kind of all over the place. Like I said, it is going to be a small kind of intimate setting and leaves room for lots of conversation, connection, the works. Yeah, think kind of like a casual mixer vibe. <laughs> you know, no pressure. Um, but yeah. Anyways, if you're interested in RSVPing, there's still time. Shoot me a message and we can talk talk details. But with that being said, I also, before we get into the engagement ring talk, I wanted to talk and share about my recent trip to Vegas. This past weekend, I was actually in um, Vegas for a few days, attending my first big jewelry uh, show. So kind of like a, what's the word I'm trying to say? Like a big jewelry kind of conference, if you will. So vendors from literally all over the world and just thousands of people. It was the most insane eye-opening experience I think I've had all year. It was so, so cool. So yeah, I got the opportunity to go with my dad. For those of you who don't know, I actually work for my parents and their jewelry store. So it was super unique and cool to experience my first jewelry trade show alongside my dad. And it was, it was awesome. You guys think of one of your biggest passions, something you're super super into and you're just obsessed with and times it by a million and put it all in one room <laughs> it was over overwhelming overstimulating and so so amazing the jewelry trade show that we actually attended is the biggest one really in north america in its category and it's just you know loose diamonds, bridal jewelry, fashion jewelry, loose gemstones, um, luxury, 
tools, tech, like the works, it's all over the place, every category. And it was so, so, um, eye-opening, like I said, to see because it's just a different environment than my everyday, um, setting, of course. But on a different note, Vegas itself, I've been a couple times and it is just a different place on its own. The hotels are so, so grand and so huge and the money that you can just like feel in the properties is just next level and you kind of, you know, whether you're staying on the strip and you just kind of want to walk a couple hotels down, it's not just, you know, a few, a few steps. It's like blocks away. (laughs) Just the big picture and history of Vegas is so fascinating to me and I always, always have, I have a really good trip. Like I said, I've been a couple times, but when I was a bit younger, I mean under 21, I think. Well, I know, under 21. So it was just a little different trip, especially going down this time for work. Um, Yeah, you know, one thing it really reminded me of is how important those relationships and connections are, not only with you and, you know, your day-to-day people, but also if you're in a retail space or even this can be applicable to anywhere and it's very universal but the relationships that you build you know say in your day-to-day space are just as important as the relationships you build throughout your own industry and through say if you work with brands and um manufacturers like all of those external maybe not so much day-to-day conversations are super super important and yeah it's always it's always just really cool to see that unfold and experience that in person and whatnot and I kind of feel like I'm rambling but (laughs) you guys get it and it was just like the coolest coolest experience you know I grew up my parents went to this Vegas jewelry trade show every every year So I grew up watching my parents, you know, go to Vegas, come back, hear all their stories, probably not all of them, but (laughs) you know, that's where they went every year to experience the biggest jewelry trade show in North America. And now being a little bit older and getting that opportunity to, you know, now go down with my dad and experience that firsthand was unbelievable and I feel so, so grateful. But like I said, in general, Vegas is just so mind-blowing and overwhelming in itself, (laughs) and yeah, it was, it was a great trip. It was so, so hot too. So hot outside, yet so cold inside with the heavy air conditioning. I mean, the balance was, was there. But that's enough rambling about my first big jewelry trade show experience. Um, Let's stay on the topic of jewelry and get into some engagement ring talk. Like I kind of already said, talking about engagement rings, you know, jewelry in general is one of my favorite, favorite topics. And if you know me, if you've gotten me on, you know, a roll, 
you know I literally won't stop talking about it, but engagement rings are specifically a very exciting topic to talk about with people. You know, creating your dream engagement ring, what the buying process looks like, the timeline, um, the options, like it is quite an extensive conversation and it should be a fun one even though it is and can be a very intimidating conversation to start the ball, get the ball rolling, whatever the saying is, um, it is fun once we get talking about it and break down that wall of intimidation or unknown and just make it fun and light as it should be. You know, when you're thinking about buying an engagement ring, usually that comes along with a very serious commitment, you know, emotionally, financially, um, etc. Like, it really is a big commitment in all sorts of ways, but it is an exciting one because you are, you know, this symbolizes a next chapter, a next step, and it's really, really special in specifically my position. Like I said, I work at my family's jewelry store, so I have this conversation often, and it never gets old, and it's so exciting because with every single person, this conversation looks different, and the process for every single person is, you know, it might be similar, but it is different at the end of the day because your story and what this ring symbolizes to you um, looks different from the next person, and that is so, so special. And it's a step in the direction of creating and building your own story with, you know, that special loved one and taking it to the next step. I feel like we're at an age and although engagements don't have a specific age, you know, it is across the board and everybody's ready to take that next step and start looking and having this conversation at a different age and when I have the conversation versus when you have the conversation, that might make that might look different. But um, I feel like in our 20s, it's, it is a very popular time for this conversation to start happening and start, you know, organically coming up. And it's exciting. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like I literally blinked and so many of my friends are taking that next step. You know, I have friends getting married this summer. I have friends that are engaged and it's so, so exciting. And even in a more work-based conversation, a lot of people I get to help are mutuals and it's so, so fun and exciting. And it just is, um, one of those things where when people are moving forward with love and that really happy feeling, you can't help but feel that contagious energy and also feel excited and happy and whatnot. But like I said, I, f I don't know about you guys, but I do feel like I blinked and all of a sudden we're at the age where, you know, this conversation is happening and starting and people around you are taking that next step together and you know the conversation becomes how do you go about buying and creating basically the engagement ring of 
your dreams or their dreams, you know? What does that process look like? For a lot of us, we don't know what to look for in in an engagement ring. We don't know um, how to start the process of creating and designing your own ring. You don't know the options of what to put in the center. What kind of gem do you actually want featured in your engagement ring? What does a budget look like for all of this conversation? There's a lot of questions and you may not know, you know, where to start, what the answer is, but that's where I come in. (laughs) I'm here to answer any and all engagement ring questions and help just seamlessly make this process happen. For... First things first, for people who are thinking and starting the engagement ring process, I always start with the design. And we can go, we can build on that. But start trying on rings, you know? Get a feel for what kind of style you feel represents you and, you know, your partner, something you want to wear every single day whether that be, you know, a vintage antique style with lots of detail around the halo and the shoulders, um, or a very sleek, timeless solitaire, you know, no extra fluff, no accent diamonds, anything like that. It's just finding what style really represents you and what you look down and see and it immediately brings you joy every single day. That's the feeling we want to to get when we're engagement ring shopping. And that design, that ring looks different and it's going to bring different feelings for everybody, right? And there's so many styles and variations to choose from. I always encourage people to, you know, just start start by trying some rings on, trying on different cuts and shapes because that's definitely a part of the design and that first step is what kind of stone do you want in the center? And by that I mean what shape? You know, do you want an oval diamond, a round diamond, a uh, emerald cut diamond? What kind of shape really do you connect with? And we can even build a design off of that. I always encourage people, you know, don't be scared to come in, you know, even with a girlfriend and try, try on rings before you and your partner even have, like, come in together, you know, or come in with your partner and have that first experience and get each other's opinions on stuff right away. That way, this helps you know, gaining confidence and building confidence in picking out the right design for both partners. I think traditionally we used to see um, one partner come in and have no input or maybe a small amount of input on what the other thinks they want for an engagement ring and just come purchase it and do it blindly and that's the ring (laughs) that's what it is right that's a very traditional almost like old school based way of shopping and it works hey people are still doing it that way but i think now the 
one of the most common ways is kind of getting one foot in the door first. Coming in together, trying on different designs, picking out whether you connect with kind of that, like I said, vintage antique style or more gravitate towards a timeless, clean look, you know, the works and figure that part out together rather than have one partner just surprise the other. And hey, whatever works for the two of you. This is ultimately your journey and your process, and that's going to look different for every single person. But I'm just saying that that is a, something we're really seeing now is, okay, get comfortable together in the jewelry show, not the jewelry show, the jewelry store and move forward from there. So that's always the first step I recommend people is get comfortable, try on every single thing that you can. Try on a style that you're like, oh no, I'll definitely not like this. Try it on anyways because you never know. I have seen crazier things happen, you know? Someone coming into the store and wanting, you know, a super not flashy, solitaire, only one stone, nothing else, and literally fall in love with the flashiest ring in the store. Like, it happens. Just like trying on clothes. You don't know until you try things on sometimes. It's just, it's just facts. And I think part of that design is figuring out the cut that is right for you. You know, like I said, whether you want that soft, rounded, oval, or round brilliant cut or you prefer a little sharp corner like a princess cut or an emerald cut there's all sorts of shapes and there's going to be one that directly suits you and is going to be the one that you fall in love with so try it all on <laughs> another factor i wanted to mention in this process is um finding the right center stone for you. Nowadays, there are so many options with what you can put in the center of your engagement ring. You know, the feature stone, if you will. Some people really connect with colored gemstones like sapphire, ruby, emerald, anything like that with color. Some people want that in their, in their engagement ring for every day. Um, if you're more wanting the diamond route, there are options with that too. You know, whether you put a natural diamond in the center or a lab-grown diamond in the center, those options are there for you and they each fit, you know, a certain person. Whether you want a sapphire or a natural or a lab-grown um, in the center, there are options and they're there for you and it's all a part in creating the ring that best suits you and your partner moving forward. Oftentimes, when I start talking about what's in the center, that leads to the conversation of budget. Now, this isn't a conversation that necessarily is open for both partners. Sometimes it is an open discussion. Sometimes it's only with one one partner. Whatever the process looks for, like for you, it's 
completely your choice, right? Um, but the budget really comes into play when we're talking about centers. You know, we can create this dream ring and all of the options of a center stone really have an effect on the budget that you're comfortable in, you know? And that budget looks different for everyone. There are all sorts of budgets out there and every budget is a good budget. <laughs> you know, I never want people to, you know, feel like they're not spending enough or feel like they're spending too much even. That budget that you set for yourself is perfect. It's exactly what it should be. There used to be like a saying of an engagement ring should be three months of your salary or <laughs> something like that. It's, I will say it's a little bit of an old school mentality because I'm not, as you can tell, I'm not directly familiar with the saying, but that's out the window. You know, there is no accurate way to gauge your budget other than what are you comfortable spending and where do you want to be and working with a company that works within that budget and respects it is part of your process and it's a huge part of the process because you know on the other side of things I want people to feel comfortable spending what they're spending and you know, everything to align with what you want this process to look like. So with that being said, the conversation of budget is a very important part, of course, in, you know, making this emotional um, purchase and working with a company that allows that budget to be heard and respected, I think is a very crucial part in the engagement ring buying process. And yeah, like I said, not a part that should be overlooked or overstepped or whatnot, but you guys get it. <laughs> okay, one of the last points I kind of wanted to talk about in this engagement ring 101 talk is just a reminder to not overlook warranty. Now, what that means is ask yourself the question of what coverage am I getting if something were to happen to my ring? If I need it sized, if a diamond falls out, if a tip breaks off, if all of these questions that we don't want to happen, <laughs> but happen. And what kind of coverage am I getting to you know, for a company to work with me, to protect my ring, to whatnot. Give me that peace of mind. Give me that security. A warranty is the company's policy to cover and fix anything they include, basically. So this is a really important step because it's something that I think a lot of us maybe overlook and think, oh, okay, I'll deal with that in the future if something ever arises. But when we do have a very inclusive um, warranty, it's something that just gives us the peace of mind. 
Now, I'm not talking about insurance. I'm just talking product warranty. Those are two different conversations, and this one we're sticking to product warranty. <laughs> but don't be scared to ask your jeweler, what warranty coverage do I have on this? You know, what happens in five years if I need to get my ring sized? Is that covered or how much is that going to cost me? You know, with the jewelry store I work at, we have, an, <laughs> now this kind of sounds like uh, a selling <laughs> podcast now, but with our jewelry store, we have a very inclusive, it's a full coverage warranty. So we're proud to say that it's not going to cost you to size your ring in five months or five years. It's a full coverage. And if you want details on that, I can, we can have a conversation <laughs> in person, in DMs, whatever. But it's just, we put a lot of value on the aftercare. You know, after you make this purchase, how are we going to still cover and look after you beyond this purchase and i think that's really important for myself and it's a conversation i like to remind people of no matter where you're shopping don't be afraid to ask what is the warranty because you will thank yourself later when yeah you do need to get your ring retipped or maybe one of the little diamonds on the shoulders you know happen to fall out it happens think about it you're going to be wearing this ring for the lifetime that you have it and it's going to take a lot of your day-to-day everyday wear and it'll be nice to have a coverage that you don't have to worry about you know the cost of sizing or the cost of diamond replacement or whatnot so just i always like to remind people ask the question of what if but the conversation of designing and picking out your engagement ring is so much bigger than this podcast episode. (laughs) So it's, I only included, you know, small points in this podcast episode. So if you're looking to continue the conversation, if you want to get into all the details, please feel free to message me. I would love to help you out and answer anything to the best of my abilities. Um, regarding jewelry, engagement rings, the works. It's one of my biggest passions, as you guys probably know. But yeah, overall, the process of buying an engagement ring, I always come back to, it is an emotional purchase. You want to fall in love with the process, with the result, and, um, There are jewelry professionals that want to and genuinely care about getting that, you know, result for you and making you feel comfortable, making you feel like excited about what this symbolizes in the next step for you. But with that being said, I think that kind of wraps up my engagement ring 101 conversation. And if you have, like I said, any other questions, please feel free to message me if you want to work together. Um, we book appointments at Mitchell and Jewel downtown Red Deer, but we're also 
very much walk-in friendly so you can stop in at the store at any time but if you are looking to personally continue the conversation with me if you want to book an appointment with me please feel free to do so i would love to help you out and yeah see what this process and create this process for you what that looks like anyways that kind of wraps it up if you have stayed to the end of this um, don't forget if you're able to make it this saturday to the 20 something girl happy hour please rsvp please ask the questions let's chat because i genuinely want you there and i can't wait to to chat and just to hang and to see what comes of the night so yeah but with that all being said, thank you so much for listening to this episode, and I hope you have a great day. Bye, guys!